could see the patient in pain. I saw the family members deeply worried and grieved. I could see what they were going through because it's what I had gone through and had come out the other side. Hello and welcome to Detour to Wear, interviews exploring the winding road to home. My name is LaVon Hardison. We all have moments of grief, big grief and small grief. We can lose a relationship, uh, we can lose an opportunity or time, we can lose time or lose a loved one, a pet or a person. This is being recorded during the COVID health crisis, which has brought a great loss of life and loss of stability. And there's a lot of grief in that, and that normalcy no longer being available. But grief, like all emotions, is a teacher. It's not a warm and fuzzy one, by no means, but it is an effective one. Getting to the other side of grief invites introspection, sobriety, clarity, gratitude, wisdom, and lessons learned. Grief can also open doors to one's purpose, as it did my guest today, Kizzy Jones. She is an ordained United Church of Christ minister and a board-certified chaplain with the Association of Professional Chaplains. Before Kizzy retired, she was a spiritual care provider in healthcare. This is her story. Kizzy, can you tell me a little bit about your journey to become a chaplain? How did that come about? So the story needs to begin with a little bit of tragedy and sadness. I became intimately acquainted with grief quite young. When I was 30, my husband, who was active duty Army aviator, was uh, tragically killed on a training mission. And so one evening I'm talking to him on the phone and the next day he's gone. And I had two little children, uh, eight and nine years old. And then the second tragic loss was uh, my son, five years later. Uh, Levi, at age 14, died within six months of, of heart disease. It was idiopathic. It came out of nowhere. So in a very short time, really, I was plunged into significant grief and loss. There's no way around grief. You can only go through grief. So it took counseling, grieving, struggles. But I continued to try to get on with my life. I was in college. I had gone back to school after my husband died. And I was able to finish my bachelor's degree. Uh, and I was looking to see, okay, what comes next? I thought somewhere in ministry, I had a calling. So I went to seminary, and I was in the Bay Area, San Francisco. And uh, I went merrily along my first couple years. And then I got the letter from the administration that said, okay, it's time for you to interview for some internship spots. I said, gee, that's great. So I went to my advisor, and I said, I, said, I need help with this. Because uh, I realized I wasn't called to be in a church. I, I knew that was not my calling. So what else is there? How else could I be used? And my advisor very graciously said, well, Kizzy, welcome. Come on in. Tell me about yourself. And I did. And he says, oh, Kizzy, it's so easy. You're a chaplain. 
Well, that is not what I wanted to hear because the only way to get a, uh, at that time, and it, what was available to me was uh, a residency in a hospital setting. And I had not walked into a hospital, you know, since Levi died. And the whole time he was in the hospital, you know, I just, I really literally was nauseous, you know, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. And I thought, there's no way I can do this training. I couldn't, I can't do this. This is not my calling. So I said, thank you very much. And I left and I ignored (laughs) that paper that was supposed to be turned in for an internship. And the months passed, and I finally got a letter that said, you know, Kizzy, you're doing very well with your studies. We're so happy you're here, and we think you want to graduate with your class, your contemporaries, but we need an internship, like yesterday. So this is where the whole world will be in awe of my brilliance, Levon. <laughs> I thought, okay, I'm going to go to a different advisor And I'll get a different answer, and I'll be off the hook. So I went to someone else, and they said, Oh, Kizzy, no problem. Come in. Tell me who you are. I said, Well, here I am. And he listened. He says, Oh, Kizzy, it's so simple. You're a chaplain. So you did have the internship. So now you had to be in the hospital. What happened next? They have these gatherings for people who are interested in, in doing residencies. And, um, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, I walked in, the smell overcame me. I took a huge, huge handkerchief. I just put it over my face. And I literally cried the whole time. You know, I practically gagged and cried the whole time we had the tour and everything they were saying. I'm sure they thought, well, we're not accepting her. She is a basket case. Well, at the end of the tour, they left us the members in the hallway and they said, let's go. I need to go get some paperwork. Well, you know, you can only cry so much. <laughs> so I stopped crying and I started looking around. And Levon, I could really see the people in the hospital. I could see the patient in pain. I saw the family members deeply worried and grieved. I could see what they were going through because it's what I had gone through and had come out the other side. And I realized I was a chaplain, absolutely. And I just thought, okay, then I need some help to get through this. I need to overcome all these somatic sensations and so forth. And by putting my focus on the other people and their needs, I was able to move through that. I remembered being the mother, absolutely frantic thinking about trying to save her son. You know, and I saw this family member tending the needs of obviously a loved one. Uh, I saw the people standing in line at this window to get paperwork. And you could I could just see their faces were taunt, uh, tight, no no um, real affect except for almost panic, you know. And I, I thought, you know, I, I feel I could be there for those people. 
I was accepted as a residency in St. Mary's Hospital in, in San Francisco, and um, I made it. I've retired now after, you know, I went into ministry in 1994, first at Providence St. Peter in Olympia, and then at Horizon House Retirement Community in Seattle. And then uh, that started in 1994, and now here I retired in 2015, January, and I'm five years into retirement. If there was one word, one quality that you had to pull up from your insides, what is that quality? Oh, absolutely compassion. Compassion for myself, compassion for others, and and to be able to journey with people with, you know, the empathy and uh, uh, we can't change anything. I couldn't change my son dying. I can't change that the journey of that person, but I, I, I know they don't have to go through it alone if they welcome someone with them. The compassion, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks to Kizzy Jones for sharing her story. Detour to Wear's theme music is Super Spiffy from Fezleyandstudios.com, and the show is produced by Scott Stevens and LaVon Hardison. Thanks for listening, and you can hear more episodes at soundcloud.com slash detour to wear. And you can also reach us by email at detour to wear at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Also, just a quick note, if you are struggling with grief and loss right now and you kind of just don't want to talk to a person or perhaps you don't have a person available to you to speak to, there is a great website online called www.modernloss. It's candid conversations about grief and maybe that might be a place that you can process some of the things that are going on in the world right now as we are grieving. Take care and take a deep breath and don't mind the detours. They're just another way home.